Hey, thanks so much for tuning in again. Before we get rolling into this next episode, I just wanted to let you know that this is the first time we're actually going to split up an episode into multiple parts due to the fact that there is absolutely so much incredible value in this episode. So sit, sit tight, stay tuned. Here comes part one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Opportunity Knocks. As always, I am your host, Dean Miller. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Today, I have, I have a, all, I say it every episode, we always, all of our guests are special because they actually have the nerve to get on camera and get on audio with us uh, and grace us with their presence. But today is one of those fun interviews where it's somebody that I randomly met through Instagram because we're tied through the wonderful world of real estate. Uh, and she was just telling me the story of how she tracked me down. So I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to let her tell the whole story. We're going to dive into some crazy stuff. Our guest today is a real estate broker who's got companies in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, who has offices in Miami. She is, as we discussed briefly before, she is becoming more and more of a social media brand influencer. And she is also the star of HDTV's The Property Shop. So Yay! we've got a true celebrity, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tatiana Londono. Tat Hello! Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> it's my pleasure. This is going to be fun. It's about time. We have I been, yeah, we've been talking about this for, uh, I'll call it months. And, and when I say months, I don't mean two or three. I think we've been talking about this for well over six or eight months. Absolutely. Because, um, I don't know, it was, it, you know, it was the chemistry, immediate chemistry. And, and I'm sure you have plenty of people in the sales profession that follow you, um, realtors. And I have the same with thousands of realtors who follow me. I was on the popular page um, six months ago or so. And I was really into that cat. Um, if you guys all remember, the, the funny cat sitting on one end and the girl from uh, Real Housewives screaming and, you know, the memes that came out of that. And, uh, and then Dean, I, I didn't know it was Dean at the time, but I'm scrolling and I see this round head replacing the cat's face. And she says something like, how come I didn't pass credit? And then you know, the little head responds with a bubble. Maybe you shouldn't have bought that car, you idiot, or something it, like that. Yeah, it was, and, it, it was great. It was, uh, and, and I, I give all the credit to Corey Stewart, who's our, our media director. And we were talking about it briefly. It is still the most engaging post I have ever put up on our real estate company account. Funniest post. But, uh, and I'll, out loud. And I said, I got to get to know this guy because <laughs> if he's that smart, quirky and funny, making fun of himself as well, I got to get to know him. So I started following you. And then I realized you're the real deal. You're serious business. And I'm listening to your podcast. And I'm like, wow, who is this guy? He's for real. I want, uh, let's see how much he's charging for his coaching. Lo and behold, you're not selling coaching either. Who are you? <laughs> I, I, I'm still trying to figure that after 50 years, I'm still trying to figure that out who I am. And I think that's my, my number one purpose in life is it, well, it's in my top five purposes to figure out who I am so that I can figure <laughs> out who, who I could be of most benefit to. It, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to actually repost that meme. And like I said, I give full credit to what I did great with that post is absolutely nothing. I hired, I hired an incredibly creative, incredibly talented guy to come on board and work with me full time to figure out what to do. 
to help us figure out who we are and what I am. Uh, and it was just a post with the screaming uh, housewife who says, you said I was ready to close. And then my face goes over the cat and I have this confused look and Corey sent it to me and I was just laughing. I'm like, no edits, just post. And all it says was you opened a Best Buy credit card to save $50 on TV. And if you know anything, <laughs> if you know anything about the real estate industry, you understand when, a, when someone's purchasing a home, if they make any last minute purchases, it has an impact on your credit. And we cringe all the time because as professionals, we always try to guide our clients down the path of the fewest mistakes possible to put them in a position to win. And that's our role. Our job is to be a guide so they can be the hero. Uh, and, and believe it or not, opening up that line of credit at the last minute has an impact on your credit score. When you go to close, all of a sudden red flags go up. So listen to your realtors that especially the ones who have a track record. Oh my God. No, it, it's funny. We, it, we do so much to earn our respect and you know what? I think it's a lifelong battle because you know, we're fighting all this, for sale, especially here in this province in Quebec, we are the top for sale by owner province. Really? There was a company called uh, DuProprio for sale by owner. And 50% of people who want to sell their homes use this service. While in the rest of the country, it's low. It's like 10%. But in Quebec, 50% want to use this DuProprio um, websites. So yeah, we really, especially in times like these, and I don't know how it is south of the border, but um, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's affordable. So people want to use it. And they most importantly, don't think realtors deserve the kind of money they're making. Right. So uh, we got to show our people, our clients, our prospects, that we are necessary, just like a lawyer is necessary in court. Yep. You need to be using a real and And therein lies, to, to use the word over and over again, the greatest opportunity. And we touched on this briefly before we started. So let's let's not, let's not focus big picture and talk business, sure. not just real estate. But I want people to keep an open mind to say this is not a realtor show. This is just a show by a realtor who talks business. Uh, right. And I, I think you, bring, you can bring great value to that. And I, I believe you need to look outside your own industry to ultimately become more and more successful. If you just watch those who are doing what you want to do, you, you're never going to end up in the same spot as them because you're always going to be chasing them and they're going to be evolving. So exactly. if, yeah, if you look outside your industry and it's one of the things that I've enjoyed most about my professional life is that I've always looked at other industries and other areas to say, what are they doing? Like we're real estate. We looked at lawyers and doctors. Well, why is a realtor got to handle every step of the process from let's create the lead to convert it to every little thing we do in the paperwork? Why can't we hire people who love to do paperwork or love to make phone calls and share the wealth uh, and yeah, be real right. and be really that's good at what we're really good at and focus mostly oh, on, on that. And that's how you become that million dollar realtor. That's how you become, but forget a realtor. Let's take it further. Like you were saying, I'm, I don't, <laughs> It's very hard. I don't identify myself as a realtor anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just this badass business person. I am great at business. I could take anything and make money with it. Um, I think once you know how to sell something, you can sell everything. Mm -hmm. And you just repeat the same processes over and over again, implement the same systems over and over again. And there you go, ta-da, you have a new business. So that's how I've looked at things. Um, so we'll, let's take social media as an example. I don't think 
realtors know or salespeople in general, business people, like you said, anyone, doctors, lawyers, realtors, you know, store owners, restaurant owners, they do not know how important social media is. That's right. They're, they think they do. They don't because I'm scrolling on the Instagram and I say to myself over and over again, what are they thinking? This is so boring. Unfollow, unfollow, boring. Stop boring me. You have to think outside the box. And so going back to what you were saying, my Instagram feed, really, you won't see once in a while in a story, I'll do it to remind people that I sell real estate, but you're not going to see a uh, sold and you're not going to see just listed. <laughs> like I am sick of that. So the social media became a business of its own. That's right. So I became this influencer in my, in Canada and I have makeup companies approaching me. I have because, you know, I talk about my diet. I have, you know, a keto companies approaching me and I've created another stream of income just by flaunting my shit on Instagram. And, 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 and let's clarify that you were yeah. just being you. Just being me. That's so it. That's why I, I, I get the creams. I get the food. Um, my husband and I haven't paid for a meal during quarantine because I have restaurants, you know, begging me to eat their food and to just say something nice on, on, yeah. on social media. This is wow. But the reason they're giving me this opportunity is because I implemented the same systems I implemented in my real estate business into the Instagram. I hired people who keep me on point and who tell me, okay, tap, got to post today. And we have meetings every other week to go through every single thing I'm going to post Monday to Sunday. And we go through them. We talk about them. I come up with ideas and they'll be like, mm, that might be a little insensitive because I do have a big mouth and I have no filter. And so we, we, you know, we talk about it. We discuss contracts, what's appropriate, what isn't, what fits into the brand, what doesn't. And that's it. it I created another business. And if you don't grow, you die. Yep. The business keeps expanding. So now the big monster is TikTok. Yeah, you should put that back. It's so we we're we're working on it. It's it's something oh, that we're, we're we're trying to clarify. And again, because you called me out on not running a coaching business, and I've always said my my idea behind coaching is I want to create the greatest coaching business under the umbrella of whatever my company is. I don't want to sell the service, but I I, I think there's a possibility that I may be providing a disservice to certain people by not offering that, that service to others. Well, you, you have so much content. Um, I just don't, and you do it anyway. Like, yeah. look, look what we're doing right now. Somebody could be paying you <laughs> to listen to this right now and be getting tons of value for it. So I, I just think from it, sorry. I just think that it's time for you, Dean. It's it's time. It, it's time for us to, and I to help you. It's time for us to pivot and, I, and don't make me offers because I will take you up on. Oh, it. <laughs> I, I did it already. Okay, so that's the thing. I think you're a lot like me, and I'm going to ask you this: What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh, good. So you can keep me organized. <laughs> I I wish I wish I can keep myself organized. <laughs> so 
So first of all, why don't why isn't there a banner behind you? You actually have a green screen behind you. Why don't you have an insurance guy paying to advertise behind you? So here I could put I could put <laughs> this one up here. And if you if you're listening, I apologize for boring you, but yeah. we're playing we're playing around with Canva green screens <laughs> right <better>. now. <laughs> Promote yourself. That and, helps too. And, and you're right. So we actually built out a whole studio. The wall behind me is painted. It's about 15 feet by 10 feet high. Um, and we've got, you know, the podcast studio. The rest of the room is painted really, really dark. So it, and we're going to put the sound panels in that I keep forgetting to order because this quarantine thing uh, has really got just got a lot of little things uh, thrown out of whack. How's it going there with the quarantine? Are you guys back? I am on Long Island. We literally just hit phase one yesterday, which really means there's not much difference. Manufacturing can go on. Construction can go on. So I drove, I drove, drove up. My office is is three and a half minutes from my house. Uh, I saw another house getting knocked down yesterday for, they're going to subdivide the lot and build two, build two houses on it, which is very common here. Um, So that, that has opened up, but there's, there's a lot of talk and I, I don't li- ever like to go down the political path because I just think both sides are full of, full of idiots all too often. Uh, but, but um, uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We're still not allowed to perform most of the, the obligations of a realtor. We can't even facilitate showings in many cases unless properties vacant. Uh, so we're sitting tight and we're praying that something will happen soon. And, you know, praying wow. and wishing is not a business plan. So it's part of why I continue to double and triple down on this. I've got three or four podcasts scheduled in the next couple of days and we're reevaluating our content. And there again, therein lies an opportunity for us to say, how do we grow our business? So, you know, we're looking to spin the media division of the real estate company into a separate company. That, As you should. Yeah. And well, I, I did coaching um, many times. And the last time I did it, I just come up with ideas like I, summer holiday. And I was doing Trace. I was wanted to do a Tracy Anderson method. Uh, Tracy Anderson's mm-hmm. girl, New York, who, you know who she is. She, so she what she's done is she she was one of the first to sell her um, her her exercise class right. to the masses through live streaming. Yep. So I said, you know, all Tracy Anderson does is she does a workout. She puts a camera in front of her and, uh, and says, follow me. Yeah. And we pay her a hundred bucks us a month. And she has, you know, I don't know, hundreds of members, thousands of members, you know, she's a celebrity trainer. I said, why can't I do that? Well, you're not Tracy Anderson. doesn't matter. I could pretend I'm Tracy Anderson, Tatiana Longano and then sell because all you have to do is make people believe that you're the star, you know, through social media, you know, uh, emails, sales funnel, whatever it is, I'm sure I could do it. So people thought I was crazy. Again, they always think I'm crazy. That, that, that's usually a sign of brilliance. Years, every couple of years, I think I'm nuts. <laughs> and so I invested in the equipment. I spent, it wasn't much, $5,000 on cameras and blah, blah, blah. And I did it and I created Tatiana.live. What I did realize, again, you say, you know, every day I learn something new, I make a mistake, it's a challenge, but you know, you fix it, you move on. What I realized is real estate coaching cannot be done the Tracy Anderson way because you need to speak. You want to ask questions, especially me, I'm very interactive. 
I'm not that type who's just going to sell a video or right. I'm blabbing away by myself. That doesn't work. People tune out, then they don't resubscribe. Then what's the point? So in the middle of production, we switched to Zoom. And uh, Tatiana.live had two full seasons. Okay. And then I got tired of it. <laughs> and I right. said, you know what? It was right before quarantine. And I, I said, you know, let's put a pause. We'll start season three in September. And then this happened. That's it. <laughs> but uh, it's really, you, you're really doing everybody a disservice. You should go for it. And I guess we could talk about that business plan afterwards. I, you know, and I, and I, I, we, we will schedule that and I will take you up on it because there, there are moments where I, I, I love what I do. Um, and, and I, I say it all the time, Obvious. here I go, I'll repeat myself. I never get out of bed in the morning to make a dollar. I get out of bed in the morning to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and having fun is a big part of making a difference. And, and for me, this is easy. You know, I was frantic running in here. I thought I left a piece of equipment home. I flew back home only to realize I didn't need that piece of equipment because I'm, <laughs> I'm really, I am, I am in the studio today, but for the last you know, especially the last three weeks, my wife, when my daughter went on a road trip to see some of her other kids cross country. So I've been working from home and it's great. It's me and the dogs and I'm in a t-shirt from the waist up and shorts and flip flops <laughs> from the waist down. And, and, you know, I'm putting a lot more product in my hair because the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the curls are popping out. Not that I have much hair to mess with, but it's been very simple. So I, I was disorganized this morning and I, and in a, in a coaching call I had yesterday with one of my coaches, we talked about a lot of that is the organization, the getting structured, but also having the confidence. Uh, and it's Absolutely. not that I lack the confidence. It's just that some days I don't look at it and say, well, people should be following me or paying me to do this. It's I just enjoy doing it. And I realize that's a huge business fail on my part. Um, and and I, I've said it time and time again. I said it earlier today. It's a disservice. And I, I'm doing an injustice to those who could benefit from what we do. So you're, you're right. This this may Absolutely. just be the kick in the and ass it's I easy. needed. It's just like going fishing. Yeah. You go out there and you, you know, you cast the net and then they, they bite people because your, your content is valuable. And uh, listen, I, I listen to you. So you did something, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm one of the top realtors yes. um, in Canada. And I thought you were amazing. And I listened to what you say and you're different. You're, you're not like, I'm not going to say any names, but there's like three guys that are so, they haven't changed their, their thing since the eighties. Um, but anyway, it's, you're great. I'm, I'm so. sure we're, I'm sure, I'm sure not only am I sure that I know who you're talking about, at least two of the three, <laughs> but I'm sure I've paid at least one of those, one of those guys as you well. You've paid all three. Yeah. That's a good possibility. You paid all three because they invite you to their event for free and then somehow you end up buying. <laughs> you buy all the peripheral stuff, right? All, See, everything. I, and, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to point it out. I told you, I make at least one mistake every single time we do this. I just realized I had our video going in the wrong view. So, <laughs> but I, I fixed that problem. So, so Corey Stewart, you got a little bit more work cut out for you when it comes time to post-production. <laughs> no, no, this is all on me. He's not here. So, oh, shoot. Yeah. So, so you have to have two people around. You know what I mean? Uh, I have, sure. I, I'm going to, I'm actually, while we're talking, the next time you go off on a rant, I am going to pay it. And I, I use that word. Very kindly. I, I, I love the way, but I'm going to lean back and shoot a boomerang of the studio as I sit here because it is kind of funny. Um, so let, let's dive in. Let, let's talk about the sexy thing that everybody wants to know about. On Instagram, you've got over 60,000 followers yeah. and you are, you are becoming more and more of a brand ambassador. Like you said, brands are coming to you 
yeah. and giving you stuff for free with the hopes that you will help them promote. And that's, no, 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 they're paying me. Uh, I don't, I do free when it's something crazy. Like but my, my, my point was they're coming to you yeah. and saying, promote my stuff. And they're those that you're going to promote are paying you. So you're getting a lot of opportunities and you're getting to pick and choose who your clients are. Uh, absolutely. Wonderful, um, so, wonderful so, problem to have. So that's a mistake that a lot of people make. They think that it's like a barter thing. It's yep. not. You you have to value who you are and your services and you charge uh, depending on the amount of followers you have. But now there's something wonderful called micro influencer. And so now you have your mega influencers and you have your micro influencers. And so the micro influencers will charge a little less and then the mega influencers yep. charge a little more it is still nothing compared to what companies were paying for advertising. Exactly. Uh, we are the best billboards out there, the best TV commercials. Uh, we're better than that because the difference between TV, a billboard, and your phone is that everyone's always on their phone. Look, you're on your phone. <laughs> I told you I'm going to shoot a couple boomerangs for, to, to, to share. So since we're always on our phone – going, scrolling, this is where the money is. So um, influencers don't even know how to charge. Yeah. So what I did is I hired a company because who the hell do I think I am, right? And it took time, just like any other, you know, industry. You got to pick and choose who's best, who fits you uh, the most, who you have the most chemistry with. Um, and finally... After a lot of trial and error, I found a company that I work well with and they help me out with my pricing and they give me advice, consulting, they help me when I'm posting. And I'd have to say that uh, we have been flying ever since. Right before um, COVID started, I had signed five contracts um, with different companies ranging from selling pillows and mattresses, uh, cream, uh, and uh, like detox tea. Okay. Like I, I have to believe in what I'm selling. I'm yes. not going to sell like anything because then you're, it's just not authentic. And you could tell when someone isn't authentic and I, I need to be real. So when I don't believe in something, I won't sell it because I won't sell it. Yeah, and I, and I think the only way the only way to become successful with it is to believe in the product that you're selling. You know? It's and 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 those lessons go back hundreds and hundreds of years. But but in the early days of publication and things and of this generation, Zig Ziglar used to say that all the time was, if you don't believe in the product that you're selling, you shouldn't be doing it at all. And that goes for uh, you know we're realtors uh, yeah. selling a home. If you don't believe it, so I have a team and uh, one of my team members the top one, he was like, oh, that place is a dump. And I said, it's a dump. I said, but I've heard you say a couple of things about it already. I said, that's it. I don't think it's for you because that's it. You won't sell it because you think it's a dump. So I took it from him and I gave it to somebody else and she sold it. Yeah. So it's, it's all about here. You know, that. You see of it course. All it's all about mindset, what you believe, what's coming out of your mouth. Um, that's and, why I don't like it when you say you make mistakes, and, but you're listen, learning every day. And, and that's it. Mistake, mistakes and failures are the greatest gift that we could ever get because we can learn from them over and over and over again. Where, where the failure comes in is not in learning and taking action on it. Right. 
So I, I listen, I, I obsess over all of my mistakes in a positive way. I don't dwell on most of them. There are a few, listen, I'm human. Do what could I yeah. learn from this? Oh my God, I don't want to do that ever again. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. It's like even even today, like I said, I ended up having to run home for a piece of equipment that I thought I needed. That I realized when I got home I didn't need. I came back here and here I am. I jump on the computer nine minutes before you and I go live, uh, where it should have been fifteen minutes, and I had my breath. But you know, so I I really and I sat down and I wrote a checklist and I said it, it says here's what you need while Corey's away because we're we're not spending time in the office together because legally we're not allowed to. Oh. So. So I have my checklist now of every single thing. And before I pack up, when I go home, I'll make sure everything's in the bag. And when I get back to the office, I'll make sure everything comes out of the bag. It's simple enough. <laughs> it's very hard during quarantine. I didn't do anything. I just said, I'm taking a month off. And then when a month went by, I started panicking. And I was like, what? Why are we not considered essential yet? Yep. Everywhere else in Canada, we're considered essential. And then whatever, finally, eventually Quebec caught up. Yeah, you guys, you guys opened up a couple couple days back, right? We we were we came back full force last week. Good for you. So, yeah, we'll uh, listen. We'll we'll get there. We are, you know, unfortunately, I live in an area that has been the hardest hit uh, uh, and the biggest impact nationwide, worldwide. Uh, we're either number one or two, I think. Uh, New York City and the and the suburbs right outside of it, but. You know, again, it's life. You, I, I can't sit and dwell and cry over it. It's, it's, it's let's go, do, let's go do more things. We have, it's funny while, while we've been out, we've come up with ideas. We launched another brand called if you live here. Um, and it's, it's a community show where we're going to go out and feature small business owners, especially in the hospitality world. Cause I having the experience I had there, I know their margins are so slim and they need whatever marketing and promotion they can get. And like you said, so many of them are so bad at promoting themselves that oh. we want to, we want to teach them. And that, and, Believe it or not, that there's an there's an area and a part of me that that probably will get back into that business very very soon uh, to help restaurants not only survive but to thrive. How to grow their audience because it just blows my mind when you go on on, on Facebook, especially um, how you could sit there for hours and never see a post or a paid ad for a local business. It just yeah. blows my mind. Facebook's all about local community. A local yeah. community should be throwing two, three, five bucks a day, a couple of days a week at this stuff. And it's dirt cheap. It's just hard to do well. Um, exactly. And I, I think, hire people. I think, hire. Yeah, I think we have the solution to that problem uh, between my, my ad team. Uh, you know, my daughter actually got hired by an ad agency that I was paying to, to do some of my social media, my Facebook advertising. Um, so now I kind of get a free consultant because I've, I'm helping her out and I'm dad and oh, I paid for college. So it's time to pay me back. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I do that with my son too. My son is very talented and I was hiring photographers and I was like the money I'm making from these campaigns, I'm giving back to the photographer. Screw yeah. that. Yeah. Start using my son, the most beautiful photos, like the, the latest one I just posted for, uh, for Juvion's the, the skincare. I might okay. keep bringing that one up because I just did posted yesterday. My, my son took that picture. That's great. <laughs> wow like he's amazing and then i said josh come help me so yeah good for you and that's great and and it, with the family yeah and it creates great opportunity for him to not only learn how to improve his craft by working with you who's a pro um, he's a true artist my son he always was as a child he used to draw i really think that uh he's gonna end up doing something artsy fartsy in fact there's never been a better time to get into tv production amen so crazy no like amen disappeared and now they're back yep. thanks to netflix well not even netflix thanks to what we're doing right now it's true 
This is what we're what we're doing right now is modern is modern day TV production. I had a guy, I had a guest on the other day, uh, Daniel Daniel Norton, and he's in the content repurposing business, and he worked for MLB and and his he went to film school and NYU film school, one of the best in the world, and and talked about it. And like you said, the phone is to use Vaynerchuk's line because we mentioned him before our conversation. It's the remote. I love it, by the way. It is the remote control of our lives. Totally. Everything we and, need and is in there. We're, less than our kids that's gonna be they're they're always exactly and they'll watch a full show on their phone how do they do it like they're they're, i guess their eyes still work (laughs) but also like i don't know maybe uh you know nature is compensating i just don't know how they have the patience to to look like they will watch an entire season of a show on their phone. Yep. Wow. You know, it's you, you and I are, are what I, and I can't take credit for the line. I don't remember where I heard it, but you and I are more of those digital nomads. We wandered into that world. Uh, wandered. And, wandered. But, but <laughs> once we got in there, we immersed ourselves in it and we said, we don't want to be the creepy old people in the room. We want to be part of it. Exactly. And I think, I think those who see us, especially the younger ones, have accepted and embraced the fact that we're working. We have to work harder at it to be natural than they do because they grew up with these devices in their hands. They're Absolutely. not, you know, my, my parents who are both in their mid to late seventies, they're still afraid to hit certain buttons on a computer and the iPad for fear that they're going to break it. Oh, my, my 11 year old grew up with an iPad in her hand. She taught me my, she taught me how to use Snapchat before she was, I think she was, I think she was eight. And I was using Snapchat to run ads for my restaurant that was so geo-targeted to every other restaurant in the area that it drove my competitors crazy in a good way. They, they appreciated the effort. Um, but, uh, you know, I learned it from a child. From a child. Eight years old. My son, too. My son is the one teaching me and my daughter uh, how to use TikTok. Yep. Because uh, supposedly TikTok is, is the bomb. But 60% of TikTok users are between the age of... 16 and 24 and and that's where we took so facebook came out it was great and it's aging up because there was a generation and and the other reason why it's aging up is because the people who started to take over it the people who were using it were being taken over by the people that didn't they didn't want seeing them so instagram came around and twitter came around and snapchat and now tiktok if you're if you don't stay in these places and you want to be in business more than another two years, you need to be where the eyeballs are and you need to have Absolutely. a message that's relevant to them. And the thing is, Gary V said it, he said, you know, uh, Twitter was for uh, computer geeks. Mm-hmm. It started with that. Then it was Instagram was for artsy, you know, uh, show offs who wanted to show their, you know, their photos. And now um, the same is going on with TikTok. The kids are going to use it and probably eventually leave. And it, so anyone who's on it now people like you and me right. are the ones who are going to benefit because a lot of people are intimidated by it because such a young crowd but who cares right. just do what there, you have to do there are, there are moments where you have to lead there yeah. are also moments where you have to follow absolutely and you have to embrace both of them and i think absolutely. you're doing a great job of that with what you're doing like I, I i watch your i watch your stories more than i watch your feed on instagram yeah um and that is what happens with everybody. So the the post is just like the billboard and then you go into the stuff. So the accidental story thing that happened during quarantine. So 
what happened was with me, it's crazy. So I was at about 56,000 followers, maybe 57, I don't remember. And after a while, it's really hard to get um, more followers um, because Instagram, it's a business like any other, and they want you to pay. And even when you pay, it's hard because you get the follower. And if the content isn't interesting enough, they'll unfollow you. So it's this constant uh, struggle of follow um, and then they unfollow and to try to get a new audience, et cetera. So anyway, quarantine starts. Everybody's in a panic because nobody really knows what's going on yet. They're telling you you have to stay home. Everything's closing down. The stock market crashes. So I had, as I told you, I got about five contracts that week, March break for us. Um, And I said to myself, what am I going to do? And I had, you know, these uh, companies pressuring me to post. And I said, absolutely that was my decision like you know people did what they had to do i'm not judging anyone but i just thought my opinion because i'm allowed to have an opinion is that it was completely inappropriate to be posting makeup shit when people didn't even know if they were going to go back to work fair enough at the same time i thought to myself i don't want to post no keto preaching stuff either because let people eat whatever the hell they want during quarantine, you know, feel good food, pizza, who cares, man? What if we're all dead tomorrow? I just don't think it's appropriate. So I said, how am I going to continue, you know, being relevant? Because you could disappear in five seconds. On yes, you can. Because if you don't post, they hide your stories right. and your posts and no one sees them. And if you post the wrong thing, everybody's got access to that unfollow button very quickly as well. Exactly. Yep. So... A while back on Facebook, we'll rewind a couple of years. I wasn't really into it. I, social media was boring me at the time because I just didn't know what I was doing. And so my company was just posting jokes, memes, real estate memes every single day. And I started amassing all these like followers on Facebook and people were sharing, reposting so a little idea comes to my head and I'm like, hey, that's what I'll do. I'll start posting jokes again yep. because I have nothing else to do. I don't want to talk about real estate because we're closed and we don't know what's going on with the economy, stock market crash, blah, blah. No one wants to hear about how smart I am and how I invested in real estate. Uh-huh, I'm this brilliant realtor because we're closed. Right. So who gives a shit, you stupid pompous girl? So I said, let's make them laugh again. So I just asked them. Out of nowhere, it wasn't anything I really overthought. I said, here, let's put a funny joke about quarantine. Let's put another joke about quarantine. I said, you know what? I could do this because we were doing nothing. Zero. We were eating and sitting in our living rooms, hiding from the outside. So I started posting 30, 40 jokes a day. Suddenly, 57,000 turned into 60. Within, And that's those numbers are unheard of. And, like, and all of that content that you were posting, and, and, and I'm, I'm baiting you here, but the overwhelming majority of what you put up there lean towards either amusing or sarcastic, yeah. two, two things that we both have in common. I think that's what attracted me to you as well. Is I sensed your sarcasm almost instantly. Yeah. Um, and, and I love I'm not trying to be rude. I just. No, I, I absolutely love that because I, I, I feel that sarcasm in many ways, if 
done with the right intention of providing humor and, and levity is one of the most powerful things in the world. And, and I think too many people, too many people use it the wrong way or interpret it the wrong way. But that I, I sense that with you right away. And that's what led me to come back and look at another and another. And then we started to, to engage. And, and I think that's that, right. that was part of the conversation was I, I just got to admit this, this shit made me laugh. And you've got the same twisted sense of humor that I do. And I love that. So that's the thing. And I don't expect everybody to think it's funny. But again, I wasn't posting what everybody was posting and, you know, the mommy jokes, blah, blah. Like I wanted the really sick shit, you know? So I dive <laughs> deep into Instagram land and I go, oh, this one's great. Bah. And this one's great. And we were doing nothing. Like my husband would be sitting on the other side, like, you know, uh, reading and I'd be posting memes. That's what we were doing. Uh, working out in the morning and in the afternoon, I'd be posting memes with a drink in my hand. Yeah. And uh, suddenly I have 4,000 extra followers and I'm getting tons of love. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is so weird. And then I realized people just want to laugh, yeah. man. You know, like there's, Okay, once in a while you'll share the real estate content, but I have to tell you, and I don't have only women following me. 48% are men and 52% are women. And uh, so it's basically half half. And uh, the guys are loving it too. Um, Like it was funny yesterday when I posted this, the cream ad, because finally I thought this week retail, I waited. Oh, I was getting pressure from from the makeup company. Uh, they they also have a company dealing with their and their company was like, when is she posting? She has a contract, and they were telling me, contract, contract, and I'm like, I don't care about the contract. Sue me. I am not posting until retail is open in Montreal. Which makes sense, right? Like it, my- it does to me, but what do I know? <laughs> it does to me too. Monday retail open. I posted on Wednesday, and then I start seeing the comments come in. Men, one after the other. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> we don't need some woman commenting. Eventually it caught up. But the guys are loving me because guys just want to laugh. You know what I mean? And, and uh, another great story. So I did it. And I would keep asking because you want to ask your audience. You just don't want to be a pompous fool. Just duh, duh, duh. Mm-hmm. so I'd ask them, I go, do you guys still want to see this? Or do you think I'm annoying at this point? Because it's been like over a month that I'm posting these funny jokes and I don't want them to think that I'm not taking this crisis seriously. I saw that post. I thought it was brilliant. Right. And then I was like, I, I'm not trying to make fun of situation. I'm just trying to help people laugh and smile and relax during the situation. Because honestly, I am not an expert on what's going on out there. Who the hell am I to say anything and and have even an opinion? Who cares? I just want to make you guys laugh. So right away, I got tons of more love. Oh God, no, you can't stop. You cannot stop, please, more and more. I'm like, God, so I guess you don't want to hear about my keto content. You don't want to hear about real estate. You just want me to be a comedian. If that's what sells, let it sell. But wait, it gets better. Did you see the post about this woman who sent me this flower from uh, Finland? Um, I. It sounds familiar, but I can't honestly say if I did or not. Okay, so... I get this at my doorstep. I open it up. It says, thank you for keeping me and many others laughing while this Corona time. Um, Hello, coming from Finland. Out of nowhere. Unsolicited, just genuine people. 
genuine people. And I said, I must be doing something right. So you want to continue what you're doing right. Let's finish this on this note. Oh, yeah. Another thing, a local business got a sale out of this, right? Because she called a local business to send to me that I had been promoting during quarantine. Okay. So then finally, do you know that I haven't gotten as many listings through social media? Like this is the the top, my my ROI has, like I've never seen so many listing appointments coming. And And I'm, I'm I'm not posting just, oh, just, so I talk about I talk about all the time. People need to get to know you, like you, and trust you. Clear, Thank you. Clearly, sixty thousand followers on Instagram, which is listen in the big scheme of things, it's it's not it's not Justin Bieber and 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 the, the entire cast of Friends, but sixty thousand is an amazing number. And, it's amazing. And like you said, the number goes, the, the followers go up every day, and the unfollows go up yeah. every day, but you're, you're having consistent growth. And I was going to ask you that question. So I appreciate you answering it for us without me having to ask. Um, but now they know you, obviously there's a lot of people who like you and of your 60,000, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest bit if there were 10 or 15% who don't like you, but follow you because they want to see what you do. It's that Howard Stern mentality. Exactly. Why do people, why do people listen to hear Why do people who like him listen to hear what he has to say next? Why do people who don't like him listen? They hear what he has to say next. Exactly. Brilliant, brilliant marketing. Whether you like Howard Stern or not, and he's you know, less and less relevant because we're all getting older, but back in my day, he was the biggest thing on the, on the planet. All right, so this marathon edition, we're going to cut short a little bit here. Stay tuned for part two of this fantastic interview. It's basically a masterclass on business. You've got to stay tuned and tune in. It's going to be fantastic. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you like what we're doing here, we would love it and greatly appreciate it. If you gave us some love, gave us a review, shared it with your friends, tag other people, um, let us know what we can do to bring you more value. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. Have a fantastic day. And remember, opportunity is always knocking.